Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Starting with wheat in this week's headlines, there's a buffer zone for the export corridor. We'll talk about the EU export pace and US and EU maize crops are wilting in the heat. The wheat market is range-bound as the trade assesses EU crop prospects and the durability of the Black Sea export corridor. The announcement that a 10 nautical mile buffer zone had been agreed emerged this week, which increased optimism that exports would start to pick up. Most of the vessels leaving the agreed Ukrainian ports have been trapped there since the start of the war, with only two new vessels going in. Stories abound that the cargoes leaving are either being rejected for contractual reasons, out of condition or rerouted in an attempt to find fresh buyers. Once the backlog has been cleared and port silos emptied, repaired, staffed and replenished with stocks, there is then the question of finding ship owners, crew and buyers willing to take the risk whilst there are other origins available. EU wheat exports are setting an impressive pace, with available vessel and port data indicating that France has already shipped 1.5 million metric tonnes, with another 500k waiting to load. Unfortunately, the EU weekly export updates appear, once again, incapable of providing accurate data, reporting only a 2% increase on last season, when it's 30% plus. This is just the sort of disinformation that the algos and Twitterati seize upon to support their bear case. Maize crops in the EU and US are getting smaller, although this is unlikely to be reflected in tomorrow's US and global USDA supply and demand report, which at some point will require some major surgery. They will likely defer any major reduction in US and EU maize production until September, but the trade is taking an axe to EU production in particular. They are likely to raise Russian production, although this week the Russian Agmin themselves warned that production may fall short of recent analyst forecast due to recent inclement weather, which may also reduce their exports of quality wheat. Any increase in Russian production should be more than offset by a drop in Indian production and exports. Whether it will or not remains to be seen. The macroeconomic situation is still in play and a potential banana skin for ag prices, although the US CPI figures yesterday were better than expected, which seemed to placate Wall Street. The Ukrainian counteroffensive in Crimea could draw a sharp response from Putin and it would only take one stray missile to hit a vessel in the export corridor or worse still a nuclear facility for the market to take off again. As this harvest is being brought rapidly to a conclusion, the lack of rainfall in Europe is now bringing next season's planting potential into focus with a noticeable drop-off in 2023-24 farm offers, which is understandable. On to malting barley and this week's headlines, prices fall and focus is shifted from marketing to movement and maltsters and brewers are more interested in buying post-Christmas. As expected, malting barley prices have fallen about £10 per tonne in the last week, more if prompt movement is required. Some growers have finished harvest completely in some cases a month earlier than normal. The focus has now shifted from marketing to the movement of August malting barley, with many growers producing more tonnage than contracted, and that needs moving. Fortunately, open field of malting barley stores in all parts of the country. 
Again, as forecast, the malting premium overfeed has narrowed further as malting prices have fallen back. But also, for the later months, feed barley has improved in value. Malting barley remains in its own market sphere. It is not reacting to movements in either wheat or feed barley. And this week's oilseed rape headlines, domestic prices have been supported by demand, the market's waiting for Friday's USDA report and dry weather's reducing potential oilseed rape planting. Domestic prices have been supported by demand from crushers and a lack of sellers. Stores are filling up as growers have chosen to move rather than price. The lack of sellers has capped losses from the weaker Matif rapeseed yesterday, Wednesday, which appeared to be following the five-week high in the euro rather than the stronger veg oil markets. The market is quietly waiting on the USDA monthly supply and demand report, which is out Friday at 5pm. Weather is a continued focus for the market. Water levels in rivers, lakes and reservoirs across Western Europe are running low or even dry amid the severest drought in decades, which is putting stress on drinking water supplies, hampering river freight and threatening crop yields. Rapeseed planting would normally be underway across much of continental Europe, but with soils baked hard and no change in the forecast for at least the next two weeks, it looks very likely that it will be a late start to the season with acreage already at risk. US weather and crop conditions are a primary concern. It looks like dryness will persist across the US Midwest and Plains for the next week, but the heat should start to fade and rain is possible in week two of the forecast. Cooler temperatures and showers will continue in the east. Canada is turning increasingly hot, whilst Europe and the Black Sea again remain dry, except for the Balkans and southeast France. And finally, the Grain and Pulses price indicator once again just oilseed rape this week. For August 22, 525 to 530 pounds, and November, 535 to 540. Thanks for listening. To find out more or to get our OpenView email, please speak to your regular OpenField contact or email us at communications at openfield.co.uk.